right now we're in a once in a generation shift in accounting. I mean, 30 plus years ago, my dad would talk about going from paper to desktop software. And that was a big development. Uh, and here we are now, roughly 30, call it 30 plus years later, this idea of shifting from desktop to, to the cloud and ultimately to bring on automation. It really is, um, you know, effectively a once in a generation shift and it's just getting going. And uh, it feels like there's even a bigger kind of industrial shift here around you know, digitizing the world of business and accounting as part of that. Welcome to the Cloud Accounting Podcast for a special exclusive breaking news edition. I'm Blake Oliver, and we're talking today with Jamie Shulman, co-founder, co-CEO at HubDoc, an automated document collaboration platform that pulls bills, receipts, and statements into one secure hub, extracts the key data, and then pushes those documents wherever you want them to go, especially your accounting system and general ledger. The big news is that Zero is acquiring HubDoc in a deal valued at $70 million to be completed this month. So, Jamie, me. Thanks for being with me and congratulations. Oh, thanks, Blake. And uh, thanks for uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, I know that it's very busy right now. You're about to head off to, is it uh, London you're going to? Yeah, we've got people on the team uh, going to Sydney, Australia right now. And then a couple of us are going off to London and uh, the rest are staying here in Toronto to serve the North American uh, market. But yeah, it's uh, it's a little frenetic, but incredibly exciting. Really exciting for Zero users. I myself have been using Zero since pretty much they came to the United States. So exciting to see this happen. And I've also been a longtime HubDoc user. So very, very happy for you guys. And my question for you is, how did the whole Zero acquisition come about? It kind of just uh, seemed to spring out of nowhere, but I'm sure that you were talking for quite a while. And I'm curious, to know how did it happen? Yeah, I could I could talk at length about this, but I'll try and keep it succinct. Um, and I guess in short, um, when uh, when Jamie and I, when I say Jamie and I, I'm referring to the other Jamie, obviously, um, when he and I started Hubdoc, uh, it was actually um, the genesis. Of the idea came from a previous business that we had uh, that we had run and started running and ultimately sold, and that was that we were we were frustrated doing the books uh, in our business. And this was from the period of 2007 to about 2010, 2011. And uh, we, were, we had a bookkeeper offsite. He was using a uh, desktop software to kind of manage things. And it was a lot of back and forth administrative work to try and get our books done. And they were typically done, you know, a month after month end. Uh, and so it was really frustrating. And so we set out to try and see if there was a better way to do one's books. At the very start, we discovered zero. So that, that's why I mentioned this is because we discovered zero and we discovered bank feeds this is back in i guess 2011 and we thought well that makes a ton of sense to have just the transactions flow into a gl mm -hmm. and, uh, and so our uh our initiation or our introduction to zero was was back then when we first saw the product and then when we uh, hired a team and started building out what hubdoc has become we at the start i don't know blake if we've ever told you this but we actually got our first customers by essentially scraping the zero directory at the time Zero published a directory of a lot of its customers. And we just went on that directory and found people that were savvy, like yourself and others that were kind of forward-thinking modern practices. And we figured they would be interested in our software and the automation that we brought. And uh, so that's where it all started was we, early on our first um, and kind of longest standing now customers are from the Zero ecosystem. And then as we moved ahead, we, we were, were agnostic in terms of which general ledger software we support and we integrate with uh, many pieces of software, but um, it, it all started with zero. And then uh, over the years, when we would see Rod Drury at conferences and, and the rest of his team, there was just discussions around how to partner more deeply 
we are quite aligned in terms of our brand and our values and how we approach customers and approach building a business. And so ultimately, it was a bit of a natural fit um, because we just, whenever we met, we talked about how we could do more and do more and do more. And ultimately, this occurred. So you mentioned that you are platform agnostic. And so that has been one of the questions after this acquisition for QuickBooks Online users in particular, um, are they going to be able to continue to use HubDoc? Should they be worried at all? Uh, I mean, they absolutely should not be worried. And it's, it's much more than that. Um, but first, yes, of course, they can continue using HubDoc and using HubDoc with QuickBooks Online or QuickBooks Desktop for that matter. And there should be no worry at all. It's uh, What's interesting about this is um, I mentioned that story of how we started with Zero, but we've become very close partners with Intuit as well. And we respect what they've done and where their business has gone. And they have loyal customer, uh, loyal customers as well. And we have many customers who are these uh, you know, accounting firms and uh, bookkeeping firms and their staff and their clients who use HubDoc with QuickBooks Online. And um, we will continue to serve all of our customers in the same way. We've had a ton of outreach from customers, everything from congratulations to a question about, yeah, can we continue to use HubDoc? And they should absolutely have confidence that they will be able to. We've uh, we've also talked with the people at Intuit um, at, at various levels, and they've been incredible. Uh, I really respect um, them, their people, and uh, specifically the, the kind of the accountants teams and the folks that work with the QuickBooks Online team, where we have um, they've you know they've not only reached out to us and talked about how they're going to continue to support our mutual customers, but just how all of our constituent number one is the customer, and so. Uh, we should all feel confident that it's not just HubDoc, but also Intuit are going to continue to support our mutual customers going forward. So are you folks, is HubDoc remaining a separate entity? Are, are the HubDoc employees going to become zero employees or did they stay HubDoc employees? How, all, how is all that going to work? Yeah, I don't know ultimately how it'll all shake out um, and how things are, will evolve. But right now we're staying as a standalone company and HubDoc employees are HubDoc employees. Uh, and who knows where it'll all head. But for now, it's... Although things have changed, a lot of it's staying the same. One of the benefits of the acquisition that Zero cited on their blog is the potential for a deeper integration, which is very interesting uh, given how difficult data capture is in the United States in the North American market. Not a lot of people using electronic invoicing, still a lot of paper checks, paper bills. And that that is, I think, uh, as a user, why I suspect that HubDoc has been so successful. So what can you tell me about any potential deeper integration? What might that look like? Or is it still just uh, a thought in the wind? Yeah, I mean, I would say to start that we'll, you know, we continue to work on all of our integrations. So we have integrations with many pieces of accounting software as well as cloud storage platforms like Box or ShareFile or Google Drive or Dropbox, et cetera. Um, uh, but on the, on the zero integration side, I would imagine there'll be, there will certainly be, um, we'll be going to more depth that integration. And there's all sorts of ways that could go. We have ideas, they have ideas. Ultimately, it'll be what, mostly what customers are, are seeking. And, and Blake, you'd be the first to have the best ideas on that front. But I don't have anything specific I could um, kind of talk about today, but we'll absolutely be continuing uh, to work general integrations, but also more specifically on that deeper zero integration because you can imagine, well, you, you have a sense of what we could be doing there and there's so much upside ahead of us. We're just, we're just kind of getting started. Last question, what is next for you and HubDoc? Oh, that's great. Uh, well, I'll start with me, and I'll and I'll bring the other Jamie into this too, because we uh, we're a team. Uh, we are both excited, 
thrilled, fired up um, with what's ahead for HubDoc. So we're staying here. We're going to be here for a long time. There's nothing. I mean, some people have asked us, you know, what are you going to do next? Are you going to start another company? No, we're, we're staying with HubDoc and we're incredibly, um, we're, we're incredibly excited about what lies ahead. I, I would say um, more generally for HubDoc, I mean, it really is early innings. And, and like, I know you know this, like we're deep into it. Um, all of us and maybe some of the people that might be listening to this where we feel like, oh, cloud accounting's here and it's, you know, it's all, it's, it's a mature market. Like it really isn't. We see this every day that, that um, it's early days for cloud accounting and for automation. And I would say it's interesting. I was on the weekend with my parents because it's their 55th wedding anniversary and my dad was an accountant. And, and we talked about this, um, that, you know, right now we're in a once in a generation shift in accounting. I mean, 30 plus years ago, my dad would talk about going from paper to desktop software, and that was a big development. Uh, and here we are now, roughly 30, call it 30 plus years later, this idea of shifting from desktop to, to the cloud and ultimately to bring on automation. It really is um, you know, effectively a once-in-a-generation shift, and it's just getting going. And I think on a, on a, more, on a broader level, if I could risk being a bit dramatic, uh, it feels like there's even a bigger kind of industrial shift here around you know, digitizing the world of business and accounting is part of that. So a lot of what we do here is save people time and drive, you know, streamlining processes and moving away from paper to digital. And so I think, uh, you know, there's this bigger uh, shift at play and we're just getting going. And I mean, I think you and I have talked about this before, but like in a world of automation where, where so much of what we want, one has been doing at an administrative level, for example, you know, gathering receipts and coding them. Um, it can now be automated, but in a world of automation, it's critical that um, the relationships you know, continue to be formed, that one can assist businesses. Uh, that the, auto- the automating of the administrative tasks are really just one piece. Ultimately, the kind of need for a guide or an advisor is even more important. And our, our goal here is just to help firms and professionals survive in this world of automation that's inevitable. That's such a great point. The fact that we're at the beginning of this shift, we're just at the beginning, we're at the end of the beginning yeah. is another way to put it, right? Like, and it's easy to lose sight for those who have been using cloud apps for the last five to 10 years. It's easy for us to lose sight that maybe maybe we're at most five, 10% of the market right now. Exactly. I would, And, and we've done surveys here at Flowcast of, of accounting teams. And, you know, we find that while more than 50% are using some sort of cloud tool, most of them are not integrated, right? Only about 10% of teams are fully integrating all of their applications and automating and data entry, removing that stuff. So still tons and tons of opportunity in the marketplace for more users of HubDoc and just more more users of all sorts of cloud apps. Yeah. And this move towards efficiency and automation, streamlining business processes is just getting going. Mm-hmm. We, we have a, we have a, um, we have a, closer view of the Australian market right now, given our relationship with zero and now this transaction. And it's, it's, it's interesting. I think one would say that they're probably a good couple or two or three years ahead of North America um, in terms of uh, streamlined processes. And you can see that as an example. I mean, I live in Toronto, but I've lived in San Francisco for seven years. We still all write checks uh, too much. And and in Australia, nobody writes a check, as an example. Um, mm-hmm. are much more automated. So there are examples like that where there's, we can see where things are, are going by even looking at a, um, a region like Australia. And it just gets, it gets exciting because ultimately, as I was saying, for a business, 
when it comes down to these businesses, having better visibility and insights into how one is doing is super important. It's just hard to do that now, but in a world where that's kind of done to some extent automatically, you can now have someone help you look at your business more thoughtfully. And, you know, that's all good. Jamie, that's about all the time we've got. I know you need to make it to the airport and get over to London. So for those who are not familiar with HubDoc, where can they go online to connect with you and learn more about what you do? Yeah, I mean, HubDoc is H-U-B-D-O-C. So whether it's HubDoc.com or at HubDoc on Twitter, uh, HubDoc on Facebook, etc., those are probably the easiest ways to go. And um, and we're, we're there all the time. So we welcome anyone who's interested in learning more. Thanks, Jamie. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. I'm a Canadian, um, and I moved to San Francisco and lived there for seven years. And when I moved to, went to San Francisco, I went to get my driver's license to, so I could drive in San Francisco. And I had my Ontario, my Canadian driver's license. And I went, and I, and I just passed the written test. It was tough, but I just passed it, and I went up to the counter to get my driver's license. as at the DMV. And they said to me, okay, great, well, um, you're going to need to do a, a driving test. And I said, I do a driving test. I why would I need to do a driving test? And she said, because you're from a foreign country. And I said, why does that make a difference? And she said, well, they drive on the other side of the road in some foreign countries. And I said, well, but not in Canada. And she said to me, how do I know that? And I said, well, I I just told you. Uh, (laughs) And she said, I don't have all day here. And there were people behind me in line. She said, are you going to do this driving test or not? I said, I I guess I am. How long do you think this will take? And she said, well, you can't do it now. I'm I'm booking in October. (laughs) So... I ended up having to book out driver's test, couldn't drive for the next you know, six to eight weeks until that appointment, and then ultimately had the driving test. I don't know why that story was funny to me, but it just reminds us that you know, different regions of the world are different, and people have different you know, <laughs> global perspectives. Yeah. <laughs>